Welcome to the We Are Here podcast, a podcast all about entrepreneurship on the South Coast, collecting stories and lessons from entrepreneurs and community leaders to learn firsthand how they've built their business or organization so we can build our own. The South Coast is a small place, and we're letting the business world know that we are here. Show your support by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the We Are Here podcast, and join the newsletter for all of our latest announcements and upcoming episodes at southcoast.fm slash subscribe. That's southcoast.fm slash subscribe. Welcome today's guest, Samantha Garlington from mirandaphotoco.com, mirandaphotoco.com. I mentored Samantha through the e for All program when she was working on her Tiny Knot uh, initiative. It's a new startup that she was working on and is an interesting new twist on doing small weddings and elopements, which she's going to get into today. And it's really this discussion uh, across uh, creativity and entrepreneurship, which I find that I hold quite often in, the, in on the South Coast. A lot of people who are creatives, a lot of people who are artists, our last guest uh, was all about that creativity and artistry intersecting with entrepreneurship. And the uh, discussion doesn't change all that much. Uh, Samantha is a, a photographer and again, doing some other things in branding. So it's a great conversation about building up confidence around pricing, how that aligns with uh, business goals and creativity. Anyway, it's a fantastic episode. I really hope you enjoy it. Uh, say thanks to Samantha for doing the episode. Leave her a message on Instagram, tweet at her, Facebook her, everything like that. Okay, let's dive into the episode. My name is Samantha Garlington. I am the photographer behind Miranda Photo and Co. Um, I went to Efrol to um, start a business called The Tiny Knot, which was small elopements and mini ceremonies. Um, and I'm just kind of doing my thing now, floating all over the place, um, but still very, very active with Miranda Photo Co. Um, I'm now providing branding photography along with my portraits and um, family work and all that fun stuff. So one of the things that I really want to get into, and I want you to correct me where I'm wrong. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but when we yeah. first uh, connected and we, we were talking about the Tiny Knot brand and we were trying to come up with um, like pricing, like price points, what are we going to charge for this service in this marketplace being, you know, the South Coast, New Bedford, mm -hmm. Fall River, Dartmouth, Westport, et cetera. We're really working through those paces of figuring out pricing. I felt yes. like there was a point where maybe you felt, geez, it, it's hard for me to charge somebody what I feel is a lot of money, right? I think uh, maybe we were talking about maybe at the time, maybe saying things like $5,000, $10,000. Yes. Mm -hmm. How has that changed? How is your perception now that it's a couple years later in your entrepreneurial career, how has your perception of pricing for value, charging money changed if at all, do you have a different stance on it? I still feel as though um, with that particular kind of niche, um, people are not willing to spend um, five to $10,000 on a smaller ceremony um, just because it's, to them, it's it's a budget. It's a budget type of wedding um, it's still coming away from like the traditional, you know, big, big 
twenty, thirty thousand dollar wedding, and even though that's what they're willing to pay for a big wedding, um, they don't they don't see that even five thousand um, dollars is the value that they're looking for for something like an elopement. I've found. I'm leading with this question because I think it's so pivotal for many entrepreneurs and, and really looking for whether this is, if this resonates with you or not, maybe I'm, I'm just coming up with my own, uh, sort of reflecting on my own uh, career uh, in the mm-hmm. early days. And I know specifically for photographers, people look at it and they go, oh, geez, you want to charge me $300 for a, you know, for a headshot, right? Yes. And the, the, the consumer looks at that and goes, $300, I, I could do this with my iPhone, right? And they don't see you know the right. years of the years of experience you have, the craft that you have, uh, and right. the labor you've put into it. They also don't see like what go like the logistics of well, okay, I have to drive to wherever we're going to take the photos. I have to drive back, and then I have to develop the photos. It's not just I export them from my iPhone and upload them to Instagram. There's yes. there's effort here for the most part. So then, like there's this this natural conflict in the beginning to push new entrepreneurs to lower their prices in the beginning. How have you built confidence up around that stage um, of your business? It's it's always it's like a worth kind of um, like you know question that you have to always ask yourself. I see the value in it. Um, I think that five thousand dollars honestly was a great package price after um, having went through it all and experiencing a wedding actually of 50. So I had never intended to do a wedding that big. Um, but it was kind of me diving in headfirst and, um, and, and pretty much taking on more than I expected just so when a smaller one came along, it'd be, um, easier for me. But I mean, all the things that went into it, um, you know, having to, to, you know, bring the decor to location, um, be a wedding planner, be a photographer, um, you know, just the whole craft and art of it. It, it was, um, I don't even know. I, 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 it was a lot of effort and, um, I think maybe making your customer more knowledgeable about all of the things that go into it would possibly help um, to show your worth and your value. But it's still, it's still a struggle for me, but that's me personally. It's something that I'm continuously having to work on. Now, is this the tiny knot brand, the product itself, the service itself, is this something that you're still going to pursue going into 2021 and beyond? Um, so that's that's a funny thing. Everyone um, has been coming to me and saying, oh my goodness, you must be doing so well now that um, <laughs> tiny, <laughs> tiny yeah. weddings are so popular and everyone's, you know, just, just you know, deciding to elope. Um, but I never wanted to run my business during something like this um you know well nobody did obviously but that was never part of the plan so I think just like any other business owner 
um, going into this, like you really had to like reevaluate if that was, you know, something you wanted to do during COVID. And for me, it was just a lot. So I actually have not been pursuing it right now. Honestly, if someone had come to me and um, I'm not really promoting it right now, but if, mm-hmm. you know, someone came across the business and said that they were um, interested in it, I might take it on like a case by case basis. Yep, um, yep. But, but yeah, mostly just doing um, the portrait work and, and kind of going actually into the branding world because that's been pandemic proof. And I think everyone like going online and needing to be, more visible on social media because of it um, has really taken off for me. Yeah. And when you say you want to consider it, and I'm getting to a, a, a secondary question here, but when you say you want to, if somebody says to you, hey, I, I want to do some elopement photos, I, I'm kind of thinking, I saw that tiny knot thing you did. I want a little piece of that. Yes. When you say you consider it, do you consider it from the like the pandemic perspective where you say, well, geez, I don't know if I really want to engage in this from, you know, a safety concern or you, do you look at it in a case by case basis and say, I don't know if that really feels fulfilling to me anymore. Both. I think I wouldn't take just right now. I wouldn't take on anyone that has like a party of like five or more. Yeah. Um, obviously the little reception portion wouldn't be included anymore in the packages. It'd just be pretty much a ceremony and then more of like, um, you know, a cake provided just for the couple. Um, but as far as once everything is over, um, I think, I think I'd be definitely more selective as well as to, um, kind of what, fits me. Mm-hmm. And if the client are, um, are someone that, you know, I resonate with in their project, um, then I take it on like that. But I don't, I don't think that it would be something that, um, I'm pushing like entirely. And that's going to be where all of my energy goes. I remember mentoring you and talking about selecting you're cut like building up confidence enough to, and maybe confidence isn't even the right, the right word. I mean, it's just experiences. No, it it's, is. It's, it it's, is. It's just thoughtfulness to be like, I only really want to work with people I want to work with. <laughs> Damn it. Like these are the people I want to work with. Like I shouldn't have to just say yes to everyone that has a checkbook in front of me. Right. Um, and that's sort of where, I, where I'm going with this. I, I feel like creatives, we have a leg up especially digital creatives, people who are in this space where, you know, we quote unquote have the luxury of doing business in a digital format, you know, you through photography mm-hmm. and now branding me through, you know, whatever consulting, podcasting and, and web. Um, mm-hmm. We have that leg up, I don't know, from let's say a baker or something like that. Somebody has to doing something with other people, I guess, right. Um, right. Phys- physically in physical form. We can be choosy. <laughs> right. We can be choosy. Like, do you feel like you're getting better at that? Because I feel like I've been getting better at that as I've gotten older in this business. Yes and no. I feel like it comes in waves. So for me, um, you know, we all start off that way where we're just taking in clients. We're trying to get our name out there. We're, we're doing like, you know, our work sometimes just to build our portfolio. Um, And now I've started getting clients that 
that do they do resonate a little bit more with my work i um i'm a little bit more adamant i'm like please look at my portfolio please before you even you know want to book with me make sure you look at my work and and that it's something you like but at the same time i don't ever want to just put myself in this little box where i'm only taking on certain people or only shooting at a certain time of the day um, because it's a whole aesthetic and not pushing myself or even someone that, you know, who wants to work in a studio and I barely ever work in a studio, um, comes to me and says, I have this idea. It also is about making their vision come to life with also what I do. So, it's like this this balance. I've tried not to lose myself um, too much with their asks, but also um, really specific on trying to, if you see my work, you know it's my work. Um, but I have I have found people that that kind of resonate with what I do. It's still hard. Because I find myself now that I'm um, becoming a little bit more popular and getting a lot more business, um, it's easier to just like go through the motions and and okay, just like here, pose, smile, and then and then I start to lose the heart of my work when I become more busy and I'm just booking and booking and booking constantly. Um, but I also think that's to save myself from like creative burnout because if I'm always trying to put my feelings and in like to every session and pull emotion out of my clients and try to pull emotion out of myself to connect with them, um, it I can burn out really fast. As somebody who consults in web and a little bit of branding myself, and people primarily coming to me talk about like, hey, I got this great idea for a website. And they're like, I want to do X, Y, Z. And it has to be, you know, <laughs> I think we've had this discussion before. Like it has mm. to be pixel perfect. And it has, you know, it needs to have the exact margin in between the letters on this particular page in this, you know, hue of green. And I'm, I tell people, they're not even going to look at that. The, the customer's <laughs> not even going to look. at They're not even going to notice that thought. They'll never think about it. And I think what I'm hearing from you is sometimes maybe customers don't even look at your portfolio and you're like, how could right. you not even like review the photos I put out and you're buying photos from me? So yes. well, I guess what I'm getting at is a soapbox moment of customers don't pay attention a lot of the time in every industry. Right. Right. And, and, you're, and you might find yourself like, why? Why didn't you look? So how do you get that? that message across to your, to your customers in the early days? Do you have uh, I know you said like you try not to go through the motions, but do you have like a checklist you send somebody and say, please step one, look at my portfolio, make sure you <laughs> like the art that I put together. Um, now I do. Um, bef well, you know what? It's, it's weird. So it's kind of, it was kind of backwards for me because um, I was self-taught and I, put things in my portfolio that were just the most, what I loved. Um, and people were coming to me and like, Oh, I, I love that. I love that. Look, 
that's what I want. And then I think when I started um, word of mouth, it was more a word of mouth. So I was getting um, clients that way. So it wasn't really they were finding me because they saw what I did. So now, so I found that I started getting all these clients that didn't really find me because of my work. Um, and so it was just like, Hey, I heard about you. Let, let me book you. <laughs> and then, uh, so I was like, Oh, this is great. I am booking tons of people. And then I had to realize that that's where my clients were coming from. So now I still get a lot like that. Oh, well, I do get a lot on Instagram, but I do get a lot like that, that are word of mouth. So I have to like step back realize um that they might not know what I do at all and they might not even value photography to be honest so I have to say yes here this is what I do even this this sounds kind of um I don't know the word but I even (laughs) have a style a style board Um, that I send to my clients and I say, you know, like everything is a story. So here's styles that go with the way that I edit and, and the moods I like to portray and things like that. So I even do that now. I didn't do that in the past. Um, but what do you think, do do you have a particular moment in, in your career where things just went south with a customer and you just said, you know what? Because of this moment, I am now going to, what I'll say is front load this process with information. Like I'm going to say, here's my style kit. Here, I'm going to force you to look at this portfolio because I'm going to send it to you. I don't know, in like PDF format or a link. Or like, I'm going to make sure you see this stuff before we engage. Actually, it was more like internally, I wasn't okay. being fulfilled. Um, and the work that I was putting out was starting to become very generic. And it was a lot of what they wanted. Um, so I had to like check myself and and then say, well, how can I let the client know this is what I am trying to create? Yeah. So that I just was like, okay, no, I'm, I'm like <laughs> taking the lead here. Um, and then just that's kind of how I started just really – pushing more. And even still now to this day, um, you get real comfortable and it happens. Yeah. And, and you have to just continuously check yourself. Like like you said, like you're also trying to always push yourself. And, And if you're, you find yourself, you know, if you find yourself going years and I know business owners that have gone decades in this comfort zone of just, you know, they never raise their prices. They never change their work. This is like traditional businesses and creative businesses. They never yes. change prices, never change work. And then it's just like, why do you do this job? And then it's like, I don't know. Like, it just pays the bills. And it's like, do you, that's what you want? Right. <laughs> like, you just want that. Okay. Hey, that's cool. That's all you want. And I think right. when we keep pushing boundaries, you know, um, especially in, in consulting or in like web and digital, like a brand project, like you might go to a brand project tomorrow charging whatever you charge. I'll just throw the number out there. We'll use $5,000 again. We'll say it's $5,000 and you do this brand project and you engage with this person, you do all these brand assets, you consult them, and maybe you even execute like some kind of brand campaign. 
Now you can take that and go to the next person and say $10,000. Right. Now it's not going to be easy, right? To just make that leap unless you convince somebody, but it's all, it's like this constant push of yourself. And then it's like the technical parts where you come up with material product education and you say, oh yeah, I lost that $10,000 gig, but I think I know why. I think now if I just anchored it with like this checklist, this portfolio, this mood board, right. this branding guide, I can land that $10,000 project. You know, and it's like this constant tug of war, right? Where you find yourself in. It, yes, it is. So two stories. So I recently actually just raised my price, speaking of, and I, I raised it and I also changed my package. Um, to where I was, I was giving a whole gallery, which the way that I shoot, um, it's kind of like a story. So for me, it was like, oh, it makes sense to give the whole gallery, the whole story. Um, but then I started realizing that people were not putting the whole gallery story right. on social media or anything like that. And I was wasting all of, not wasting, I was putting in all this effort um, and it really wasn't what the client wanted. So then I kind of was like, okay, let me readjust. When I've been doing this for a little bit, I kind of realized the area that I am in, you know, there's a certain cap. Um, Not to say I can't shoot out in Boston or anything like that with portraits, but um, I just changed my package a little bit. And now I give only 10 photos. And if you would like the rest, then I charge you per photo. Um, it just makes my life easier. It kind of doesn't overwhelm the client. So I found out something that worked, but that's just like trial and error kind of. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then recently, so I've done, um, I've done some one-on-one branding sessions. I've also worked with small businesses in the past, um, shooting products and things like that. And I, I just, um, had gotten approached to take on a business, um, one organization, a nonprofit organization. And I was like, okay, I think this is the time where I'm going to raise my price and kind of ask for what I feel I'm worth. And the project was pretty big. Um, I hadn't actually taken on a project that big before and I knew what it was going to like entail all the work. Um, so I pitched a proposal price and I actually got turned down for it. And so as a person who struggles with pricing, um, it, it puts you in this weird space of, of worth again. Um, am I asking too much? Am I kind of, you know, um, it, it, it just like threw me for a little a little loop because I, I felt solid with that ask and I knew it was worth it. And I had never been um, turned down before <laughs> because I think I always, I always actually like undervalued my work. So then when I felt like I asked for, you know, something that like I was worth and it got turned down, it, it kind of like as a creative, it puts you in the space where you question a lot. Is, was there a positive that came out of it? Like, I know when I've been in those situations and I find myself even to this day, like I'm still always pushing, you know, pushing the boundaries you have to. Yes. Um, and sometimes I'll see, yeah, like, you know, they said no, 
They said price was too high. Yeah. I'll take a moment and reflect on, okay, what part of my pitch, what part of my sales process do I think I could have done better on for this type of customer? You know, yes. Yes. That's what we, that's what we do. Like we go in those circles and like, what could I have done better? Did I overprice? Did I right. wait? They still haven't hired anyone. Yet. Wait, oh, and then kind of, yeah, I did. I, I would love the job. Um, but I don't, I think I would maybe ask them to, um, maybe reduce the size of their project, mm-hmm. um, to work with something within their budget. But I, I don't think I would go down. Um, it just like, it wouldn't be worth it. And that's like a place I had to come to <laughs> with yeah. myself. Like it just wouldn't yeah. have been worth it. If there's a business or brand listening to this, uh, right now that wants to hire you, where do you think your best customer avatar would sit? Like who, who do you think you really work well with for business branding? Oh, uh, for business branding, I think women entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. um, someone who, who knows her brand, um, and just wants to like level it up. Like we wear so many hats and we try to do it all, all of, all of the things all the time and just being a mom, um, running a business. I, relate to it so much. Um, so I think that would be like the business, uh, I would love to work with. Yeah. And somebody who listens to your, to your brand guide in the storytelling (laughs) and look at Samantha's (laughs) portfolio. Damn it. Let me, let me do the sales part for you. Like, look at my portfolio, look at the work that I do. Um, yeah. But, but branding is different though. Right. Cause then you gotta, you gotta go completely based off of them. It's, I mean, I'm still going to capture beautiful, you know, quality professional photos, but it's, it's completely about them at that point. Mm-hmm. What if, what if it's somebody who has a product? Do you, have you ever mixed product with personality with the, with the human, with the person behind the product and the brand? Is that a thing? Oh, it's definitely a thing. I have, um, I have done actually product and, um, the maker who crafted, um, the product, um, during a branding session. Um, I've also done just product photography and then more of like lifestyle with models. Um, I didn't really focus on the actual maker, um, for another company that I worked with. Um, and then I work with a lot of real estate agents, um, and they're just trying to, you know, set themselves apart, um, show their personality. And that's been, um, a lot of my clients recently too. And tell me how you feel. And I know, like, I know what I feel about you, (laughs) you know, in terms of like (laughs) your business prowess, your... Uh, ability to mentor to to help other people, but do you feel like you're in a place where it's been now again a couple years from eFrall? That was a huge experience. Um, I mean, I feel anyway because it happens so fast that you learn a ton all at once. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're in a place where now you can be the the mentor to the, the small business owner in this area or the 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 creator that does stuff like you and I and help them with their business? And if so, like, what would you tell them? Like. 
what's unique to you in in the South Coast that they might not experience anywhere else? You know, words of wisdom, words of advice from Samantha. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of a what a question. Um, I tried pumping you up for us because I feel like sometimes <laughs> if I said that, you'd be like, "I am. Mean, what am I going to say?" And I no, you have a ton of things you can say. I know it. Um. I don't know. It's really cliche, but really, really know your worth. Um, it's something that I'm working on, but I feel like I've went through a couple of trials with it. And and you're always going to constantly be growing, so you're always going to have to be constantly reevaluating your worth. Um, but know it, be solid, stand behind it. Also, don't don't be a afraid to to pivot and try new things and branch out and get out of your comfort zone that's so important i mean i i have branched out quite a few times um (laughs) but it for me it keeps like it keeps my spirit alive it does don't be afraid to do it know your worth and um I do feel like I'm in a place where I could mentor, but it would be more, you know, maybe not so much the nitty gritty technical numbers side of it, but more of a, uh, that introspective, don't lose your voice, don't lose yourself um, and make sure that, that there it's, it's a passion. Yeah. Where do you turn to these days um, to network and find other business builders in in our area to either inspire or just to bounce ideas off of? It's actually, it's been a while, but um, someone actually came recently into my entrepreneur universe um, <laughs> and they found me. Um it was actually through branding photography, but she's been in the business for 10 years. And she was like, I like what you got going on, kid. Like, what are you up to? And I was like, well, this is what I'm doing. And she was like, oh, no, no. You know, we, we got to. So she found me and she I kind of was like, I didn't know I needed you. Um, <laughs> and she's amazing. Her name's Rhea. Um, and she's also a photographer and she's been pushing me on pricing. She's been inspiring me to just continually go hard every, every day when I'm like slacking, she will call me on it. Um, and I've been, I've been circling back to, to my art community with a new Bedford, um, mm-hmm. Because they give a nice balance. Um, Super flats a part of that. Um, they kind of like come back to your roots, come back to your creative self. You know, when you're when you're too heavy on the the business part of it all. Yeah. So I've been connecting with with people in that community, and it's felt really good. Um, yeah. One one day we'll all be in person once again. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> and for now we have Zoom and we have podcasts. Maybe Apparently, podcasts this is a in thing. the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, where can folks find you to connect and check out all your branding services, your photography services, your portrait services? Go ahead, promote. Tell us where we can connect with you. I am heavy on Insta. Um, so they can find me there at mirandaphoto.co. Um, it's my handle. And they can go to my website, um, mirandaphotoco.com. Um, but pretty much Instagram, and I know that you would hate this, Matt, is my <laughs> is Let's my um, portfolio. It's not the website. It's not the website. <laughs> Actually, though, I'm really looking forward to off seasons because I want to ramp up um, my website and that really be the place for them to go. 100%. Speaking of websites, everybody else, southcoast.fm is where you can subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the email newsletter sundaynotes.email don't forget to leave us a five-star review on itunes really helps us get found lets us know our worth as samantha said thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode